Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. According to a recent experience study, four in five U.S. consumers uses a buy now, pay later plan on everything, including clothing, cleaning supplies, and large purchases. They credit this partially to increased online purchasing and store apps like Target. So just a few years ago, the bulk of these purchases were on big ticket items only, but people are now using the buy now, pay later options for household goods too, which is really concerning to me mm-hmm. because you know it's like if you're just putting everyday things on these plans you can't afford to pay for them today mm-hmm. what does that mean about our habits yes and and a lot of people are confusing these buy now pay later programs with credit cards but it's not the same thing mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that in just a minute so it's not like you're putting on a credit card paying it off when you get the bill which is a healthy way to use credit cards so when you see people putting a payment plan on their soap That tells me people are not living within their means. And this may be caused by all the inflationary things going on right now. People may feel kind of backed into a corner. But I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't really familiar with what these are before we started researching for the show. So Mm -hmm. I think this is a really good topic to cover. And we're going to kind of go through this, like explaining what it is who's using it, and what the risks are, because it's it does matter that people are doing this. Yeah. So let's start with what is it? What I've, I learned, because I wasn't also aware of, mm-hmm. of this before we, we got started. So the, the whole premise of it is that it's installment plans to purchase items. So this is essentially a short-term loan. Yes, and for those that are from my generation, you probably remember your mom or dad putting something on layaway. And this was at a store. So the, the, there were very strict rules about how they could do it but it's similar except without a lot of regulation Um, so it's a short-term loan and there's a time period with a discounted interest rate okay so let's say it's a you get two years to pay off the item and there's zero interest or a lowered interest for that two-year period but here's the problem if you have a late payment they can charge you a fee and they usually do. And we were researching some the other days and one of them or the other day and one of them, it was 25% of the purchase price was the late fee. Wow. So if you just bought a thousand dollars worth of goods on one of these, and then you have a late fee of $250, mm-hmm. you're not even paying off the stuff. You're just paying a fee that could make it really difficult for you to pay that off. Yeah. Sounds like a new, new way of loan sharking. Yes. And then the other thing is if you don't pay it off in the promotional period, then what they often will do is whatever the full interest amount is, they'll back up and as if you had not paid it the entire time, it all gets lumped on there. Mm -hmm. So it can really hurt you financially in the long run. What I think is more concerning is who tends to use this when we were doing the research. Yeah. And I know that I just used the term loan sharking. And <laughs> Some people probably. Sounds, that sounds, sounds a little really, funny. Yeah. But I mean, here's, here's why, though, is because two thirds of the people that use the buy now, pay later uh, programs are young, financially vulnerable consumers. Yes. That's who loan sharks always go after. Yes. These are paycheck to paycheck types of individuals typically that are using these. And what they're thinking is, oh, this makes that item affordable. I can handle that. So I'll go ahead and get that thing now that I want, but 
but I can't really afford. And and I did this not in a buy now, pay later, but just the concept in college. I needed a new car. I had actually wrecked mine. So I needed a new er car. Mm-hmm. But I got talked into this car that had a $355 a month payment. I thought I can handle that payment. Mm-hmm. It was a nightmare for me for years because I was a college student trying to make a $400 yeah. a month car payment. But that's kind of the mentality is you get stuck on a payment instead of what you're actually paying for that item. And so LendingTree did a a study that found that 70% of people who've used this realized that they spent more on that product than they would have if they just paid cash. Mm -hmm. Because by the time you paid interest or you pay the startup expense to get into it, those companies are not doing you a favor. They're They're, there to make money. Yeah, they're in it for money. And if you're already living paycheck to paycheck, adding expenses is the worst thing you could do to your budget. Many of these borrowers don't understand what happens if they default or miss a payment, right? Yeah. Going back to those late fees. I mean, that's that's ridiculous that people have to pay a 25% late fee on mm-hmm. the, the total balance. Yes. And like the other day I was on Amazon purchasing some items. We have some things that are on subscribe and save. And so I was kind of updating my subscribe and save and it said, hey, would you like to pay this out over 10 months? It didn't tell me I was getting a loan. It just asked me if I'd like to do a payment plan. Wow. So it's a little insidious, in my opinion, because it's not like you get to read the fine print unless you really go hunting for it. Mm-hmm. So you may not even know what you're getting into. And for those that are younger and just kind of getting out there on their own financially, this is really risky. I kind of um, compare it to the credit card I got in college because I wanted the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would do just about anything back then for a free t-shirt it's sad but oh, it's college <laughs> it was college but these that's the age group that's being impacted by this it's young mm-hmm. people who don't really grasp what they're getting into yeah and that same lending tree survey tells us what the big risks are and that is that 42 percent have made late payments mm-hmm. right so almost half of the people that are using these programs are making late payments and i think a big part of that is that keeping track of all your loan providers mm-hmm. right the more that you do this the more people that you owe money to it the harder it is to keep track of all these payments yes you know historically before these existed this could be the same as you having like a credit card to a bunch of different stores i have never not paid a credit card because i didn't have the money but i have forgotten to and then i've paid 39 dollars late fee mm-hmm. with this though because there's not a lot of regulation to these companies those fees are all over the place. I mean, so you having that late payment fee can add up super fast. Another risk is that, you know, not having it paid off in that promotional window. Again, you can have interest applied to the original purchase price. If you've not paid it off in that window, chances are you've missed some payments. So you've paid some late fees at that point. And that it's just, it ends up, I mean, something as simple as buying a couch, $300 $300 couch, you may end up paying five, six, seven hundred $700 for that same couch. Here's what really concerns me is that uh, you mentioned on here that there is very little regulatory oversight mm-hmm. on these companies, which gives them a lot of flexibility. Yes. that You may not remember the payday loans. They're not really, they're not, in, Arkansas doesn't allow them anymore. Actually, the, the main DA, whatever his name is, he got rid of it several years ago. To me, this this feels like that. The problem was they could charge 50% interest on these payday loans. Well, these same buy now, pay later loans have the same kind of leeway. They're regulated by the same people that regulate credit cards. So there's not really strict guidelines where you have the same treatment across vendors. Um, They can do whatever they want, basically. So it puts you in a really bad position. 
Also, using credit for everyday purchase purchases means you're living outside your means. Mm-hmm. It, that's just a really, really unsecure place to be when mm-hmm. you're trying to get moving in your financial journey. I think those types of things can add up really quickly when you get short-sighted. Yeah. When all you're thinking about is that monthly payment instead of what the expense is going to be to you. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and here's another thing that I'm also trying to kind of wrap my head around is uh, that you put on here that trying to return items purchased under one of these plans can be pretty difficult because yes. there's not just the merchant, right? But there's also the loan provider in the mix. Yes, there's actually litigation out there is a class action suit that's kind of in the process of getting organized. Mm-hmm. And the consumer board is getting involved because mm-hmm. you have so let's say I bought something and I'm on one of these pay pay later programs if i return the item to the store cool mm-hmm. but i still have to keep making my loan payments mm-hmm. until the loan provider decides to reimburse me what has happened is in in several occasions the loan company would pay back the store but the store doesn't pay back the individual because the individual's not at the store any longer wow and how are they going to find you yeah so it's created a lot of chaos so even though i've returned the couch i can't get a I can't stop making payments over here because mm-hmm. they are a di- different entity right and until they've been notified that the item is back I can't get my refund oh and by the way that refund does not include any interest that I've paid any fees that I've paid it's purely the original cost of that item mm-hmm. I mean here's the thing if if I came to you and I said here are two similar items this one you can have for three hundred dollars Mm-hmm. This one you can have for five. They're the exact same item. Would you choose the $500 item? No. No. It's the same concept. Right. You get consumed by the individual monthly price and not paying attention to the long term. Mm-hmm. I've seen this happen in vehicles where people buy a vehicle and they're so focused on that monthly payment that they're not realizing how much they're paying for the vehicle when it's all said and done or mm-hmm. a mortgage. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things when you're when you're taking credit of any kind of a loan, then there's going to be some cost to that. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's time to reconfigure our thoughts. And especially, again, I think what's really happened is this year, inflation has blown up. Right. I mean, goodness gracious, have you gotten gas? And it's, it's a little better right now, but I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm not going to say it's going to stick around. I I just, I'm not going to put my foot down on that yet. But if you're, if things are just costing more, what I think is happening is COVID got us all buying things online. Mm-hmm. I, I know I do it more than I ever did before. Yeah. Uh, even if I'm going to a brick and mortar store, I'll order it in advance so I don't have to go hunt it down Yeah. if I can. And, and so when you're on that website and it offers that, it's like, why not? But then also we got into this habit when we had so much surplus cash from all this money that the government sent us mm. of spending a lot. Right. And it's like we've, we get, we're having a hard time shutting that off So instead, we're just saying, you know what? I don't have to shut it off. I can still get that instant gratification Mm -hmm. and then just worry about it later. Yeah. That makes me scared. Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) what happens when we start living outside of our our budget. It's always harder to go back, right? It's always harder to, to cut back on those things when we've kind of allowed ourselves to build these unhealthy habits. And what's interesting is just like any unhealthy habit, for a time, it hurts. For a time, it's it, you feel like you're kind of missing out. Mm-hmm. But once you get on the other side of it, you can see how it was kind of holding you captive. Mm-hmm. 
and there's scripture that talks about how the the lender is slaved or the the what is it come on help me the person who yeah, owes the money the, the is slave to the, to the thank you the debtor is slave to the lender mm-hmm. and it is very true and i've been there you yeah. know i came out of college with some debt and it wasn't just a ton but for me having been raised with a very mm-hmm. small income um i was feeling so much weight mm-hmm. And when I got out from underneath it, which took some behavior changes, I felt so much better. Mm-hmm. So why does this matter to you? Yeah. Why should this matter to you as the consumer? Well, you already talked about how it's, this is kind of like a layaway plan, but with higher costs if you fail to meet the obligations. Mm-hmm. So, and, and again, kind of like we mentioned not too long ago, that many borrowers don't understand what happens when they default or miss a payment, right? So mm-hmm. the, the costs are a lot higher than what we are used to seeing before. Yes. And when you when you think about these companies, again, they're not doing this for your benefit. They're doing this for their own. They know a large portion of people are going to miss a payment. Mm-hmm. They're hoping that because that's how they make their money. So avoid falling prey to this idea of instant gratification and worrying about the consequences later. Just an unhealthy habit to be in. Instead, what we would say is save cash, buy later. Yes. So don't buy now, pay later, save your cash and buy later, which I know isn't as fun. I get it. I'm there. I, you know, lots of kids, lots of expenses. Soccer's about to drive me broke. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. But... I know the cost because I've been there before with credit card debt. So for me, I'd much rather go without than have to carry that weight again. Um, And then also, you know, by paying cash, especially on large ticket items, you can actually often negotiate a lower price. So you have some power when you walk in with cash in your pocket to negotiate. And there have been times in the past for me where um, using a store credit saved money of some sort. Mm. But I still walk in with the cash and when I get home, I pay that thing off. Mm -hmm. So I don't let it use me. Right. Yeah. And here's the thing, right? So 70% admit that they spent more than they would have if they had just paid for it up front. Right. So here's the thing. At a minimum, you are avoiding paying the interest and all Mm -hmm. those late fees in the long run. Right. So if 70% of people that have done this are... Like they know it. Imagine how many don't realize it. Yeah. And how many of them probably thought, you know, I'll be the person that uses this responsibly. I'll be like, this is not going to get me. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, 70 percent would say that it got away from them. Yes. Instant gratification, although it gives you that quick excitement, often leads you to buyer's remorse and add late fees and interest charges on top of that, and you're going to end up in a financial hole that you have to dig out of. So please trust us. Spending your savings feels way better than taking a loan to buy things. Mm -hmm. And if you're accumulating debt for everyday expenses, that is an indicator of a much bigger problem in your budget. So just like payday loans, these companies are not looking out for your best interest. So we beg you to avoid the hype and practice the habit of saving that cash and buying later and staying within your means. Thank you for joining us on Talking Sense today. We hope this episode has helped you understand the ins and outs of buy now, pay later programs a little bit better. Join us on our next episode when we talk about retail therapy versus real therapy. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Walt team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or you can call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, 
We're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Jimwalk Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.